Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve Slonwhite. Hello, fellow B2B writers and copywriters. I hope you had a great week with your business. This week, I want to talk about how to evaluate a possible niche or target market. And first, let me begin by giving you a scenario that I'm sure you may have gone through sometime in the past or are currently going through. And that is this, that you, you've made a list of possible niche markets or target markets that you'd like to focus on as a B2B writer or copywriter. And you're in the process of evaluating those niche markets, but you're not sure which ones are the most viable, which ones are most likely to need B2B copywriters. Because there are some niche markets out there that aren't that good because they just aren't viable. They just, there's the companies in that niche don't have a big enough demand, for example, for B2B copywriting, and you wouldn't do very well focusing exclusively on, on, on some industries. While other niche markets, uh, you could thrive, and the, and the demand for copywriting services is very, very high. So how do you figure that out? How do you make that determination? Well, let me begin by first defining what a niche is. Because it's different from a specialty. Uh, You could be a a white paper specialist, but that's not a niche. That's a specialty. A niche has to do with industry. So uh, an industry or a sub-industry or a a niche of that sub-industry. So, for example, you might be considering uh, solar energy technology as a niche. That's a sub-sub-industry. Or Creative firms that have B2B clients, that's an industry. Creative firms, ad agencies, design firms. Or it could be SaaS for business, uh, local SaaS um, programmers and startups. SaaS means software as a service, but SaaS companies that focus on business applications rather than consumer applications. That could be a niche market for you, the local SaaS for business market. So there could be all kinds of niche markets or target markets that you're considering. How do you figure out which ones are the most viable, which ones that can support a uh, freelance copywriter going in and making a name for themselves in that niche market? This topic, by the way, and I want to give a shout out before I give you some strategies on how to, how to assess a niche market. This topic was suggested by a podcast listener, Graham who spells his name the Scottish way, G-R-A-E-M-E. So thank you very much, Graham, for uh, sending me an email and uh, recommending this topic. So let me get to it and give you four strategies on how to evaluate a possible niche that you may be able to focus on. So here's the first strategy. First, you want to find out if there's a demand, if there's a demand for copywriting services in that niche market. And the way that you do that is this. Number one is you make a list of companies in that niche market. You just do some Googling or find them some other ways, but make a list of 10 or 20 companies. And I recommend you make a list of at least 20 companies that are likely, you know, you think possibly could be clients for your services once they find out about you. And then visit the websites of those companies. 
when you visit the websites of those companies, look around, click around, check out the different links, see if they have a newsletter you can sign up for, see if they maintain a blog, see if they have a social media presence, see if they're active on Facebook and maybe they have some uh, special Facebook pages for different product classifications and the different industries that they target, whatever. Find out what their online presence is and you'll find the tentacles of that from the uh, website. So, so peruse their website. And the reason why you do that is you want to get a sense of whether or not they do a lot of marketing. If they are a cement mixing company, <laughs> okay, Probably doesn't, they probably don't do a lot of marketing. Cement mixing companies probably, you know, may have a website. They may place the odd ad. But, you know, it's a different kind of industry, more of a uh, handshake, who you know type of industry. And they're not going to do a lot of marketing, not likely to need copywriters. You might get the odd gig, but that's about it. So you want to find out if they do a lot of marketing. And you start by visiting their websites and checking them out. And I recommend you visit the websites of at least 20 companies before you get a full sense of the kind of marketing they do. So checking out their website is one way to find out if they do a lot of marketing. But another way is, let me give you a couple other tips. Uh, these are more hacks than anything else. Go to prweb.com and type in the company name. That'll tell you if they do press releases or if they're mentioned in the press. And when you do that, you can really get a sense of whether to do a lot of marketing. If you get press, if you get a list of press releases with that company name in it that they've attended uh, and participated in trade shows, or their president speaks at conferences, or they've launched seven new products in the past year, okay, those are uh, green lights. Those are those are strong indications that they do a lot of marketing. And they'd probably be very happy to hear from a copywriter who understands their industry. So PR Web is a great way to do some research as well into companies in a niche to find out if they do a lot of marketing. Another way is to uh, go on Google and use some uh, smart search strategies. One I use is I type in the company name, then I type in in capital letters the word AND, A-N-D, and then I type in white paper. Okay, so what that'll tell me is that'll give me all the results that mention the company name and mention white paper. Why do I do that? Because I'll get a list in the search results of whether, the, whether that those companies produce white papers, which again is a strong indication that they invest in marketing, and also if they use white papers in their promotions. So you'll get a list of Maybe their lead generation campaigns and landing pages and, and announcements about their white paper. And you might even see their white paper in the search results if they're very public about the white paper. So that's another way you can do it. Uh, a variation of this is I'll, I'll often type in the company name, capital letters, A-N-D, and then type in webinar. Because that'll give me an indication of whether they use webinars, which is a very popular technique to generate leads for companies. Because if they offer free webinars, they probably need email campaigns, ad campaigns, landing pages, if they use that strategy to promote their products and services. So again, uh, using smart search strategies on Google, you can really get a lot of insights into whether companies in a niche market do a lot of marketing. 
Because if they do a lot of marketing, chances are they need uh, copywriters to help them produce all these marketing materials. So that is the first step. Check out the websites. Check out PR Web. Do some smart uh, Google searching using that uh, qualifier and and uh, see if you can get a sense of the kind of marketing they do. Another thing you want to do is find out how big this niche is, how many fair-sized companies are in that niche. Um, you know, if you, I told you just a few minutes ago that you want to check out the websites of at least 20 fair-sized, decent companies in that niche market. Well, if you had trouble finding 20 companies <laughs> because the niche is so small, then that's a, that's a red flag because you need, you need to have a fair number of companies in order to make a niche viable for you. I recommend that there should be at least 200 fair-sized companies in a niche market to be viable because with 200, if you land three, four, five of them, then that could be the basis of a very uh, strong copywriting practice. You can probably be book solid with that many companies. But there needs to be at least 200, and I actually prefer more. The more, the merrier, um, because that way you have a lot of opportunities to, to land clients. I was working with a, um, a new copywriter a few years ago, and he wanted to focus on timekeeping software and systems for professional sports and for, and for professional sporting organizations. And that seemed to me like a very, very narrow niche. But he insisted there were a lot of companies in that niche. He did a little research. He did come up with a list of about 30 or 35, maybe 40, if I remember correctly. And he thought that was a lot. And I said, you know what? That's more than I thought there were. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's, there's 40 fair-sized companies that produce timekeeping software for professional sporting. That's a lot. But it's not enough for a niche. So I encouraged him to broaden his approach a little bit, and he eventually settled on software and systems for professional sporting organizations. So software not just for timekeeping, but also record keeping and, you know, and ticketing and all these different software and systems that sporting organizations need. And he found you know, a few hundred companies that are like that. That's a, that's a very viable niche market, specific enough so he can seem like a specialist in that niche, but enough companies so he has a fair chance of landing a few clients and having a uh, successful copywriting business. So there needs to be enough, enough potential companies in that niche market to make it viable. So do some research and see how many companies you can come up with. Another strategy that could work well is to find out if that niche has an industry marketing association. Now, for example, if you wanted to focus on medical devices, let's say medical device companies, if you do some Googling, you'll find out that there's at least two or three medical device marketing associations. So there's so many marketers, marketing directors and marketing managers and marketing VPs in that niche market. There's so many of them that there's enough of them to have their own association, <laughs> okay, that, uh, that, uh, that where they get together every year for a conference and, and a very active association. If there's a marketing association for your niche market, that is, uh, that's a big green light. That, that means that there's a lot of marketing people 
in that niche market and marketing people produce marketing materials and marketing materials need to be written by professionals like us, copywriters and content writers. So check out that. And by the way, don't be discouraged if there isn't a marketing association associated with your niche market that you're looking at. Uh, sometimes a industry can be um, a pretty good market, a very viable market for a copywriter, but they don't have a marketing association connected with them. For example, transportation companies. There are um, that's a that's a big viable niche market for copywriters. But as far as I know, there's no transportation marketing association. I may be wrong, but I couldn't find one. But there are transportation associations. There are associations, trade associations, and professional associations of people in the transportation industry. And if you visit those associations, they'll have special interest groups. If you do some digging on the association website, special interest groups for marketers. So they'll have a marketing special interest group or a marketing subgroup within the association. So watch out for that as well. But if if there's enough marketers in a niche where they get together somehow in an association, then then that's a big indicator that it could be a very viable niche for you. And the final thing you should do is do a search and find out if there are other writers, copywriters and content writers, who are writing for those companies in that niche market. You know, for example, if you wanted to target insurance companies and you typed in to Google using the smart search features, you type in um, insurance and, A-N-D, copywriter. So that'll do a search for all searches that contain the term insurance and copywriter. You'll come up with several people, several writers who write for insurance companies, okay, that are copywriters and content writers for insurance companies. And that's a great indication that that market is a viable niche market simply because there's other writers that are presumably making a go of it in that niche market. Now, I know what you might be thinking, hey, if I research a niche market and I find out that there's two or three other copywriters who are also in that space and they're doing well, uh, is there going to be room for me? I mean, it's the niche is already taken. <laughs> that is not true. That's a big myth. In fact, it's it's completely the opposite. If you find that there are two or three or more writers that are focusing on that niche market and it looks like they're doing well in that niche, then that's a strong indication that there's lots of demand in that niche market and there's probably more than enough room for another great copywriter, you, to jump in and start contacting those companies and establishing yourself as one of the specialists in that niche market. So find out if other writers are writing for uh, companies in that niche market. You can also do a search for creative firms as well. Uh, Ad agencies, design firms. Again, do some Googling and find out if there's companies like that, marketing firms that are targeting companies in that niche market. Again, if you can find some of those, that's a strong indication that those companies do a lot of marketing because there's marketing firms and agencies that are targeting that niche. They do a lot of marketing, and therefore they need a lot of marketing and pieces and content written, and they need there's a demand for copywriting services. So those are some tips and strategies for evaluating a niche market and finding out if it's viable and worth pursuing. And I hope you found those uh, tips and strategies uh, helpful if you're dealing with that issue right now. And thank you very much, Graham, 
for recommending that topic. I appreciate it. By the way, if you have a topic suggestion, uh, I'd be happy to address it here on the podcast. Please send me an email at steve at stevesloanwhite.com. I'd be delighted to hear from you and I'd be delighted to hear your topic suggestion. So that's this week's podcast. I hope you found it helpful. And just a reminder, you can listen to past episodes and subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. Just go to iTunes and do a search for b2bwritingsuccess.com. Or you can go directly to the website at b2bwritingsuccess.com and uh, listen to past episodes and uh, access a wealth of other information that will help you with your B2B writing or copywriting business. So that's it for this week. I'm Steve Slomwhite, and I look forward to chatting with you again next week. We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Slomwhite. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www.b2bwritingsuccess.com.